this time, whether everything you've done, everything you've said, I've heard all about. So you've made some remarks in the past about when is Papa Fritz going to be here. Papa Fritz is here. WCCW on the award-winning WWE Network. Uh, we're looking at episode 87 from uh, August 27th, 1983. And, of course, I'm joined by Johnny and Kelly. Kelly, how you doing? Doing great, brother. Johnny, man, what's going on, my friend? I am doing good. How are you I'm doing? Good here. I'm doing good. I'm doing good myself. Uh, I'm a happy camper. Uh, day's off. I'm off today. So, hey, it's a win-win. There's no such thing as a bad day on your day off. And you're camping and podcasting at the same time? Yeah. You are multitaskers. So. That's right, baby. Hey, we open up with a babyface versus babyface match. Ugh. Chris Adams versus Jose Lothario. What do you think of this one, Kelly? Yeah, well, it's a scientific match. Not a babyface versus babyface match. Um, well, they are both babyfaces. <laughs> they, they were both wearing lab coats. <laughs> It's a scientific match. Scientific match in the park. Yeah, I didn't see any five. goggles. <laughs> and no beakers. <laughs> <laughs> well, Adams is trying to perfect the formula for the the best possible. Super kick. Oh, no, this is the best because he's the bravo. Good one. Scientific Good one. Match. Bravo. Um, he, was, he was testing out Johnny Mantel for a few months nice. in, a, in nice. his laboratory, and that didn't work. <laughs> so now he's going with a, a more experienced, better, and a better wrestler, far better wrestler, Jose Lothario. <laughs> and I think the results of this experiment actually were a success, as far as I'm concerned. I really like this match, as far as the scientific nice. match. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Adams, he's back in the scientific match. He's also back in the in the opener, the curtain jerker here. And I made, my first note is basically, let me make a bold prediction that this match will be a 10-minute draw. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's guaranteed. I would have been shocked if it wasn't. Thanks. Pretty much. You know, we've heard the dusty finish. We might have to call this the Candyman finish. Well, well I think the can- it's oh, death taxes and fin- the ten-minute draw on a WCW no, show. Only certain finish, in life. This finish has been uh, on these shows long before the Candyman was running the thing. Yeah, exactly. Sure. It's, maybe it's passed down from Gary Hart, uh, the Gary Hart finish, perhaps. Um, well, it was common actually in other territories too. Is just how they did things. Um, but I, I really like the struggle for holds in this match. This felt almost, you know, with Adams involved, like a World of Sport English-style match at times. Different match with some lucha with uh, Jose's background, too. Yeah, you know, and you don't see Jose in these kind of matches. Usually Jose's in a blood feud or brawl-type situation. And so he's working holds. Uh, I love the spot where Adams uh, took a backdrop but landed on his feet. And then hit a crossbody on Jose. That was really smooth, done really smooth. And and Jose's busting out 
nasty backbreakers throughout this match. Yeah, that what was that a running backbreaker? Yeah, some of them yeah. looked a little sloppy, perhaps, but it added to the grittiness. Well, yeah, I thought it was tremendous. Well, it, running is—that's a loose definition of running. It was like a falling backbreaker, but yes. <laughs> anyway, well, it was good. Tomato, it, tomato. <laughs> I think it added to the whole overall feel of this match. Hey man, I'm with you, you Kelly. That's it. <laughs> Basically, you know, it's a story of two evenly matched wrestlers, and neither can gain an advantage. But neither wants to go too extreme, so we don't see any punches from Jose, and we don't see any super kicks from Chris, because that's you know that's what they bust out for the bad guys, but not mm. for um, the wrestlers they respect. Uh, we of course you have a bunch of near falls at the end, and uh, we have a stalemate. Both guys looked ex- exhausted. It was only ten minutes, but they worked really hard. It was, you know, there was a bunch of holds, but it wasn't lazy lying in holds. This was working holds. And, uh, yeah, I really like this. I put two and a half stars on it. Maybe I'm crazy. I'm with you. Yeah. See? I'm with you. I Johnny, love you. Uh, Johnny hates these kind of matches. We know yeah. that. But, but uh, I, thought I, yeah, they, I thought this was a cool little match. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, is there anything I'm going to remember uh, two years from now? Probably not. No, probably but not. It's, no. But it's a really fun performance from both guys. Uh, and it was a total sprint. I mean, they're blown up by the end of this match. I mean, they were go, 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 go. I mean, yeah, they were working halls, but they were going, going, and going. They were working a more world of sport, Lucha Libre uh, sprint, and uh, and that's what we got out of these guys, and we had some big moves, but you're right. They they didn't, they didn't go to their go-to moves because those were from those bad jerks, uh, mm-hmm. not each other, not two guys you respect, and it was kind of like a gentleman's agreement type of thing. Uh, yeah. I really liked this. I, I thought it worked perfectly, and then you understood what the story was. I, yeah, yeah I'm with you. I probably yeah, about two and a half. I can see that. What about you, John? Let's see. Those like, like baby faces are stupid. You know, <laughs> you, you're trying to get to the pay window. You know, oh, I'm not going to use my most lethal. What's wrong with you? Okay. Everyone knows how I feel about a baby face, baby face matches, especially to a nice ten minute draw. Um, that being said. Chris Adams and Jose Lothario doing it in the style they did it here lessened the blow for me. Yeah, I was like, this wasn't bad. I'm like, no, because exactly the backbreakers look brutal. What they were they were making stuff look as brutal. They were gassed too. That kind of helped too. Something. Yeah, it's 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 not my favorite choice of booking. But if you're going to do it, do it with these two guys. Because as soon as this started, the first thing I wrote down was, yeah, just what I want, a Jose match with no punches. What are we, <laughs> what are we doing here? What am I doing with my life? What the fuck? Come on. Uh, so then uh, Mercer gets to talking about uh, soccer, football. He's talking about it being in America. He's, he goes, soccer has gained a great deal of popularity amongst those who play it. No, <laughs> I should hope so. I, I, yeah. I play it all the time, but I, I don't really I, like it. I don't really like it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's talking about something Jose did when he falls off, falls uh, off the apron. He's like, oh, he teetered on the brink of disaster and then totted right off. And I went, <laughs> fuck you. 
fuck you. You stink. He finally said Zukov right. We're talking about because he gets to talk about Zukov during this. Because during these babyface babyface matches, you got to come up with something to talk about because there's no drama. Um, Especially when you're by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and oh yes, wait, I, I thought I thought you meant me. Um, he said, if the Russian can annihilate Brody, he gets a contract. And again, I'm like. What kind of a manager are you? You're like, you're only going to get a contract with the great devastation incorporated unless you can annihilate Bruiser Brody. Like, how do you recruit? <laughs> how do you get new guys? You know, you, you should you hire guys and give them the task. This whole you have to try out for my stable thing that we've seen a few times is really weird. I guess it only works if they're not sticking around and they're just traveling through the territory. If that's a way to travel them through the territory. Otherwise it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. But yes, as far as babyface, babyface, quote unquote, scientific matches go, this is on the high end of them for me. Oh, totally. Easily yeah, the best enough. one I've seen. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I enjoyed it. Oh, it's, oh, it's the best one we've seen doing this show. Of the world class. By far. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. world class ones. By far. Because yeah, they looked I, like the they were I fighting. Mostly, the thing I was supposed to take a black by was how, how the pacing was on this thing. This thing was a, a go, 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 go. Or, uh, Jose looked like he was going to have a heart attack. Yeah, they were going, <laughs> man. They were going. Um and then we get a Kevin Von Erich interview, and they show the finish of uh, of Kevin versus Garvin. Yes. What did you make of this one, John? The, this okay. Remember, remember back in the day, kids, uh, where I watched the wrong Kevin uh, Jimmy match. Yeah. I believe this is the finish from the one I watched. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yes, this is the finish from the one I watched. So that's the one that became canon, motherfuckers. <laughs> I watched. <laughs> So I watched the right one in the end. So fuck you, everybody. And Kevin says, it was a ripoff, man. And I'm thoroughly disgusted. Thoroughly disgusted. I just like angry Kevin. Angry Kevin, keeping it short, is good Kevin. Because he's he's good here. And Lorenz saying, Kevin has been sprayed in the face with the spray. <laughs> by sunshine it's like what kind of hairspray just like hairspray or perfume sprayed by the spray and then we get Manelli at, uh, at the end of this after uh, Garvin wins the belt uh, Manelli is the ring announcer he goes y'all winner gorgeous Jim Garvin <laughs> it's almost like eh, what can you do <laughs> and then Kevin again Kevin knows what's up. The Von Erichs do not like the NWA at all. Because they're like, well, surely once the NWA sees this tape, they'll give you a rematch. Oh, that's, you know, if the NWA even watches the tape, Bill. <laughs> even watch it. <laughs> they, they don't like the NWA. And then they say, then they say, next up, a newcomer versus Jimmy Garvin, Mike Reed. <laughs> I mean, wait, yeah. What? Yeah, that, that's what? a bullface lie. Um, <laughs> what I the true story on this match comes out is the real reason we were gone for a month is 
Kelly had a heart attack when uh, when he we thought he's going to see a sunshine panty shot. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's not the case. Yeah, I well, I mean, she's I, I uh, yeah, that was that was. Wait, close, what, did you make of the, what did you think of the near panty shot and the segment <laughs> the whole Kelly? Well, you know, we we rag on the network sometimes because the music gets dubbed out. But one of the great things about the network, of course, is the footage quality. And now we're finally, this is from Fort Worth, this brief clip of the finish. And every Fort Worth match we've ever watched is, is grainy, 10-generation dub quality. But so we finally, footage, yes, we I finally get to see. I can see your panties right up close. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a shame. They wasted a great opportunity to get a crystal clear shot of, of Sunshine's panties and it just didn't turn out that way. Could have been the first panty shot ever. VDCW <laughs> by a couple years. Yeah. You know, it was just. By decade. Yeah. Those it, grainy it, panties. <laughs> <laughs> but it's crystal clear footage. Like We've never seen. You always see there's like a concourse area where you can see the, the concession stands. Yeah. And the, on the uh, usual footage for Fort Worth, it's too blurry to make out things. But here you could see. You know, pick out individual people like ordering hot dogs and beers. And ordering, yeah, you can see that they, there is soda available. You can yeah. buy a Coke there. Yeah. So it's it's great. I hope we get to see more Fort Worth footage on the on the world class show, if possible, because it's great to see it in crystal clear footage. And maybe next time, Sunshine will be wearing something a little skimpier when she does a bump over the top rope, and then <laughs> my day will be perfect. Yeah, they're clearly playing up their I mean, again, like I was saying there. It's my new role as I get older. Creepy old man Kelly. (laughs) She better. um, She knows uh, what's good for her. She'll wear something sexier next time. (laughs) Yeah, you know, even though she was doing something dastardly, the crowd kind of forgives her, too, you know? Uh, Mm -hmm. Again, foreshadowing the. The eventual babyface turn for well, well, what? Well, here's the thing though. You got it's, it's, it's at this point or somewhere else. Bill says, "Is there's a reaction for Sunshine, just like you say?" And Bill's like, "Well, it's pretty amazing that Sunshine's getting even more booze than gorgeous Jim Garvin is," which is his way of acknowledging the crowd is popping for Sunshine. Yeah, that might have been the opening of the Garvin Mike Green match. Okay, yeah, because clearly, yeah, she got popped, she got cheered. Mm-hmm. Uh, for that, and he got booed. Yeah, he was the only one who got booed out of the three people. Um, I, I, I thought the segment worked, and uh, and it was a great way to show the finish and and get Kevin getting screwed over and how Garvin, again, is an unworthy champion. So, yeah, we're off and running with that feud. And also I don't made like David that. Manning look like an idiot for missing the spray spot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. It's there. That, that was the whole thing about David Manning standing around when he's supposed to get the fucking... I think David put... Uh, Von Erich finally pushes him out of the fucking way so they can get to the spot because Sunshine's left standing around waiting for David Manning to turn his fucking back. Yeah, but I also don't like how Mercer referenced uh, David Von Erich and, like, you got to wrestle Kevin or David. It's like, it's clearly Kevin's the Kevin feud now. That David feud is kind of uh, dead and buried. I don't know why they're... uh, Hashing that up, a uh, few that David. Oh, I meant Kevin. I meant Kevin, not David. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, J- Jimmy Garvin versus Mike Reed. What do you think of this one, Kelly? <laughs> well, let's continue with the Sunshine Appreciation, mm-hmm. if we may. 
looking fine in. Wait, hold on, pants. hold on, hold on. Let me unzip my pants. <laughs> <laughs> was this the black outfit? No, this was the tight purple pants. Purple pants. Okay, purple pants. Okay, the, the yeah. ones, the, the one, those disco pants that flatten butts on white chicks. I don't, I don't think they're. I don't think yeah. they're seamless. Like. Yeah, maybe they're not the best, but still, it's was, it was, it was still good. They look good from the front. I'll just say that. <laughs> um, yeah, this match was... <laughs> Anything uh, else you want to say, Kelly? Yeah, I just want to say Reed is the one-man job squad for World Class. There's basically nobody else <laughs> but him now. We used to have the yeah, Samoan. Bond? Yeah, Bond's gone. We used to have the Samoan. There used to be like Sal Alavarez. Remember him way back when? Um, Renesto, yeah. Renesto's gone too. Renesto. Um, post match, yeah, yeah. Well, there's Rathke, but he was gone for a bit. Um, anyway, so it's a squash, of course. And then Kevin storms the ring post match. He's angry. He takes the belt, the American belt, back, and it's his. It's my belt. I'm not giving it back. Kind of like loser. A, yeah, having a kind of a temper tantrum here um yeah poor loser but i mean that's the crowd loves it they hate jimmy garvin so yeah take the belt back but that is kind of a heel tactic for sure usually it's the heels yeah the title <laughs> but this is dallas things are kind of topsy-turvy at times backwards and anyway yeah furthering that feud here we go yeah i love how they paired this match with that uh segment earlier with the interview um and it was great because uh, it adds, it felt like it, it felt <laughs> yeah, like yeah. connective tissue. Uh, yeah, what about you, John? What are you feeling on this, man? Okay, so we had another uh, Mercer call on Garvin. He's personable, charming, and disgusting. <laughs> okay, and Lorenz uh, introduces Sunshine by, by saying, "Jimmy, welcome to the ring, gorgeous Jimmy Garvin, assisted capably by his valet Sunshine. You're not lying, capably." Because what you were talking about earlier, since she started getting involved in matches more and people are seeing it more and people are either popping for her or booing or whatever, she's getting reactions because she's not just doing the clapping at the side now. She's spraying fucking perfume and swinging a loaded purse and all that nonsense. And that gets reactions and that makes stars and maybe you even like them. You know, some people, they're liking her, but they're also booing. But she's really getting hot as a character. And uh, so when he says he's being assisted capably by his valet, Sunshine, uh, he's hitting the nail right on the head because this act wouldn't be the act without her. It's a, it's a double act at this point. She's not just eye candy for Jimmy Garvin. It's a double act at this point uh, yeah, that goes together. You know, and, and then we'll see. We're gonna, then she, you know, we know where it's gonna end up. But at this point, that's a duo. You know, yeah. So that's good stuff. Uh, Kevin uh, apparently before he uh, before he rushed the ring, he was out you know, uh, looking for oysters in a bay. He's coming in in his waiters. <laughs> what yeah. was he doing? <laughs> and he steals the fucking belt. Jimmy Garvin's like, I want my belt, and. Mercer says, oh, Jimmy Garve is acting like a little boy who says, I want my doggy back. Like, <laughs> what happened to you as a child, Bill? What what happened? What did your parents do to you and your dog? That's uh, what? 
But there's an old lady in the crowd with a bouffant hair and maybe a top she shouldn't be wearing for a lady her age who was uh, jumping up and down. And she was loving all of it. She was loving all of it. And then Kelly put his pants on. I mean, that's that's right. Yeah, he was, right yeah there. exactly. He was just about to fucking get there with sunshine, and then it cuts to her, and she's like the old woman from something about Mary, and she's like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And on that note, yeah. we head into uh, Carrie Von Eric versus Buddy Roberts. Uh, Kelly, what what, what what were your thoughts on this match? <laughs> well, uh, last week I said I had a bit to say about Buddy and how great as he uh, as a heel he was and this is basically where i had that note and you know what a gimmick he's got going now he's got the helmet or sorry not the helmet (laughs) those are fighting words from johnny hey Hey. (laughs) damn mercer and his horrible commentary has got me all screwed up yeah he's got (laughs) the headgear the now it's a loaded uh headgear he's just got so much heat he's got you know not only part of the Freebirds and that whole angle with the Von Eriks, and that's red hot. Then he's got the Iceman feud that added the hair stipulation and losing the hair and then getting the headgear. And now he's got all this heat. It's just crazy how at this point, you know, he's, he doesn't have to do anything. He's got the crowd in the palm of his hand before the match even starts, just with so much heat from the previous months. You know, the matches are just worked around the face trying to get the wig off. You know, do that every night. Um, yeah, he's, he's making big money. The crowds are hot. The crowds are huge. He's just, he's, 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 yeah, he's amazing easy heat spot. right now, right? Yeah, he's just he's an like, amazing he's like, spot. He's like the old timers would say, it's a, it's a denied op working with him. Yeah, but he, it's just, it's amazing. It just struck me how he's part of this huge faction that's got so much heat and then within the faction himself he has this additional heat based on the the headgear and he's just uh, amazing like no one could you know not just anybody could do it he's he's a great heel and it fits him perfectly because because buddy because buddy roberts was the master of doing something that could be looked at as haha or comedic mm-hmm. and getting it over on a serious level with within the serious performances. Yeah. He was a master. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I always liked Buddy, but watching him in the last few months with the, the world-class footage, it's really upped my appreciation of him. I think he's amazing. It's and clear I think he's even better. In mid south, when he gets to work with smoother workers, um, you, and you can really see him really uh, a shine. Like I, like I love his uh, stuff with Terry Taylor. Oh, there's a reason they put the TV title on him there. Uh, yeah. But uh, like you said, but even here, Buddy always looks like he's having a great time. I mean, even yeah. even even though even though the, 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 every close up of his face is always, I'm in pain. Uh, he's acting and selling his ass off. But you, the way he's doing everything. He looks like he is having a wonderful time performing in front of hot crowds who are hot for everything he does. Mm-hmm. And that's an amazing thing to watch with a great performer in any avenue of performance. Yeah. And Buddy Roberts is so good at it. 
Yeah, and he'd been probably almost a 20-year veteran at this point. And yeah, yeah. He'd already had, like, a huge run in the 70s as part of the original Hollywood Blondes team with Jerry Brown, and they, they were a super hot team um, doing great business wherever they went. So he had basically two almost Hall of Fame careers, you know, in one. And then in, and in between that, he had a run as Dale, Dale Valentine, as the Johnny Valentine's, like, brother. But was it, which that was the the low was it, what, yeah. wasn't that, yeah, was it was it, yeah, wasn't that bad yeah okay yeah I, that was the the what's usually considered yeah the, the low yeah buddy yeah. roberts trying to work like johnny valentine just does not work at all you keep on that okay that's like that's like the movie twins you know, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. One is completely different than the other. Yeah. It's like, okay, Johnny Valentine, known for being stiff and mean. Buddy Roberts, great for making guys look good and bumping around like a pinball. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some footage of that. It's weird because you have Johnny managing it with, yeah. you know, the walking crutches. And it just does not work. I guess, you know, the Hollywood Blondes thing had petered out. And it was pre-Freebirds, so he was kind of... You know, in limbo there for a year or two, but yeah, that was that was the one blip on his career. Maybe, otherwise, it was all good. Maybe it was because Johnny Valentine had bookings he never fucking completed, and they just needed a Valentine there. You'll do. Well, like they, they used it in Houston because Johnny Valentine drew a shit ton of money in Houston, and they tried to uh, replicate it with Dale, who was uh, a seasoned pro at the time, and it just didn't work out. You know, we've seen gimmicks. Oh, yeah. uh, so, like Smash was great at Smash and Congressional Khrushchev. And he was entertaining as um, Repo Man, but Repo Man is not a, a, a money gimmick. You know, just... oh, okay. No, real. I know we're talking world class. I've seen a few people recently put it out there, like you know what? You really have to appreciate Repo Man because of how committed Darsaw was to the gimmick. And I'm like, no, I don't. It's fucking stupid, and I hated it. And I, I don't, no, no, no it was awful. <laughs> man, I have a soft spot for Repo Man. I, I think it's, it's one of the stupidest fucking one ever. of the so bad it's good gimmicks of all time. I guess I just I remember at the time I'd fallen back into wrestling for a brief blip because Flair was in the WWF, and I'm looking at Barry Darso going, "I'm the Repo." Like, yeah. What the fuck is this? <laughs> See, I didn't even, when I was growing a kid, I didn't even recognize him as Barry Darso because I thought he transformed his body so <laughs> drunk it so much. I didn't even know it was the same guy. Yeah, I didn't know it later. until I read it in, in PW. It was in PWI, actually, not too long after he started the yeah. Repo Man gimmick. They, they outed him in there, but I didn't know before that. But. Well, well, I, I- Okay, well, well, to, to put a lid on the Repo Man talk, you, you didn't realize he was this tall because he was crouching down all the time, Pete. And I give, I give so credit. That's great acting. I, no, I give credit to that joke to Parv. That's a Parv joke. I remember it from a long time ago. Oh, yeah. No, Parv was a big defender of Repo Man, actually. <laughs> and um, Duke Dumfredrosi just came in and put the lid on that segment. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so back to... Well, to it, was, it was Buddy Roberts, but uh, the match, right. Uh, anyway, no, I'll, I'll put an end to the Buddy talk by saying, yes, he's an underrated great heel. And, um, yeah, that's all I need to say. This was a quick match. Carey got the win with a roll-up, and and this is setting up 
something with Carrie and Hayes because Hayes comes out with a and whips Carrie with his belt. Mm. So we're gonna get probably a country whipping match. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was fine. It was just a it was just a setup for that. Yeah. He, but he's he doesn't need to do too much, like I said. And the match makes sense because it's a payoff to the finish of the main event from last week. So it uh, to me good. Uh, what about you, John? Where yeah, are you at? That's right. Okay, when Carrie uh, came out uh, and was a house fire, and Mercy goes, Carrie Von Erich out there like a Panzer division. Uh, really? The, Va- the, Va- the Nazi? Von Erichs. Kid? Okay, I, 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 okay, I guess it tracks, but mm, mm. Uh, Carrie does a fucking suplex on Buddy, and Mercy goes, that'll clean out your sinuses? What the fuck? I, 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 maybe. I, what? And yeah, yeah, then Hayes with the fucking belt, and that's the first thing I wrote down. I go, ah, because I know what's coming up next is a series of country whipping matches between uh, the, the Birds and the Von Erics. I was like, that's where we set up. We switched the six-man belts back to the uh, them. We're now we're going to go around the loop with country whipping matches because that's what's coming up next. And I can't wait because I love those fucking matches. Uh, lumberjacks with fucking straps, lots of guys with straps. Carrie's getting hit with a belt by Hayes, and he's angry because he's like, only my daddy hits me with a belt. Not you, motherfucker, only dad. <laughs> and then the go. main event of the evening, Bruiser Brody versus Boris, whatever Zukov? Bill Mercer did not call him, Zukov. Um, <laughs> what did he make? Uh, what what did you uh, what did you find this match interesting, Kelly? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, Zukov had just <laughs> debuted the week before, so you know, having him thrown into a match with Brody right away, I'm not sure if that was the best booking. It would have meant so much more if he'd been built up for a few weeks, months, but, beating jobbers. But how like, else? Read he- every week. But how else is he supposed to get into Devastation Incorporated? This right. is the initiation. Yeah, the initiation. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was it was okay. Brody was great in this. He's uh, yeah at the peak of his career. He's just a master at uh, you know having the crowd in the palm of his hand, just like Buddy Roberts, uh, but in a totally different way. Uh, yeah, he's he's he just he's knows his character so well he's just he can do this with his eyes closed at this point he's he's, he's um say what you will about some of his matches or or whatever but, but they're all awesome <laughs> but as a character he's, he's he's awesome for sure uh gets a chair shot in on on boris don't see that too much bringing in some of his uh japanese influence perhaps and then you know Boris gets in a bit of offense, but not much. Big knee drop from Brody, and that's it. So not the best start in the territory for for old Boris here. Uh, by week two, he's basically uh, a geek who's not good enough for Devastation Incorporated. And that's why he's leaving. <laughs> but you See, know what? I, I think he's here for more than just this, though. Oh, is he? Okay. I think so, because I, I looked at his results, and it was – Two pages for Dallas, so... Well, maybe he gets another chance. I mean, I mean, like, Hussein gave those guys, Rathke, about 18 chances. And, and maybe he gets a few chances. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> well, he's, he's going to be doing something. Right? Cause, uh, yeah, I don't think this is... 
I don't think it's just two matches and done for. Okay. This to me was just a basic match, you know, nothing offensive about it. Uh, you know, you get puts Brody get, you know, at least you get to see Brody on TV, uh, and gets a win. We get to see that aura. So there you go. What about you, John? I liked this. I sat and watched this. I the only thing I wrote down was like, they can't get the fucking name right again. Zerkov, Zerkov. Like, but I'm sitting there watching. I'm going, this is good. Like Bruce and Brody see selling at a point at a point he's selling for fucking Boris Zukov, you know, and and getting some baby face fire and being Bruiser Brody. I I just sat back and thought this was a lot of fun. I like Bruiser Brody. I love Bruiser Brody. I'll go to the wall every time defending Bruiser Brody. Like I said before, I haven't seen everything he's ever done. I haven't watched everything ever in Japan or anywhere, but I've watched enough Bruiser Brody to go, ah, I fucking like Bruiser Brody. I've seen matches I don't like, and I've seen matches I do like. I liked this one, of all things. This like weird TV undercard match against a young Boris Zukov. And I thought, I'm like, oh, Brody was good. I, li- I enjoyed him here. Fair yeah, I've, I've, I've liked everything I've seen of Brody in, in World Class so far. Well, this was an okay show, nothing great, but I mean, we got the opener, which was a lot of fun, and I, I liked what they did with the Kevin stuff and uh, and all that. But you know, the the main event was just you know there, and and the Carrie David, I mean Carrie Buddy thing, you know, it worked, but you know, it, it just didn't have the epicness, but uh, but it had a lot of stuff uh, going that helps the promotion going forward. What about you, Kelly? Where do you fall on the show today? Yeah, I, I, it wasn't boring. I mean, it was good to have a bit of a break to uh, from watching this so frequently. Cause then you you know, absence makes the heart grow fun yeah. or whatever. So yeah, even a mundane app like this was still fun because there's you know weird stuff going on and crazy characters and Bill Mercer's uh, horrible um, commentary as always. <laughs> oh, and Pret her sunshine. Is always right. a ray of sunshine for me. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Johnny Sorrow, what do you think of the show, man? I think what's interesting is And that's that... Johnny Clapp and not Kelly, by the way. <laughs> oh no, 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 that's Kelly Faffin. That ain't me clapping. Uh-huh. Uh, and <laughs> it appeared to me that since they do double tapings, you know, was this the rest of the night of the previous show we talked about on the last week's show. Cause, yeah. Cause buddy cost carry the pinfall. They're in the same fucking gear. And I'm going, Oh, this is for the same crowd that this is the card. So when it's after that hot main event like that, and I go, so what else are you doing here to fill out the next week's TV booked into that? I found this interesting. I enjoyed this. Show. I enjoyed, um, uh, a lot about this. I mean, it wasn't over the top wild, but I thought Buddy Roberts is brilliant. Everything he does. I love me some bruiser Brody, you know, and uh, I thought this was fun. Yeah, exactly. Push. I think he pushed things forward. Yeah. Uh, onto our uh, match from Fort Worth. Same date as the Iceman Buddy Roberts. Cause it was taped on the same day. Uh, we had David and Kevin Von Eric versus Terry Gordy and Jimmy Garvin. Two out of three falls. Kelly, what did you think of this match? Yeah, it's a pretty good, pretty good, pretty good match. Um, interesting team here with Garvin and Gordy together. Don't see that too often. I wonder if this was a... Well, no, I guess because Garvin's feuding with Kevin. 
And then, of course, you have the Von Erichs feud. I was going to say was Garvin subbing for Hayes or something, but I don't think so. It all fits. Um, <laughs> Did you put that together with red yarn all over your wall? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was complicated. And Sunshine's looking fine in all black. Here, this is the all black number. And... This is TV from, uh, or taped off TV, so we get the original music. LaGrange blaring for the brothers as they enter. Uh, How cool is the the music playing when they're brawling and stuff? Yeah, right, still going. Girls screeching, right? It's it's the peak of this whole era where, you know, um, the fans are just crazy. Lots of girl uh, fans now because of the hunky Von Erich boys. And, yeah, brawl from the get-go, chairs being tossed in the ring by the heels from the outside, and Kevin catches one with just one hand. Total badass. Uh, That was cool. Yeah, this was a fun match. Uh, Super fast-paced. No, no, uh, no resting at all. Just go, go, go. And Gordy's taking wild bumps here. One outside of the ring onto the table. That looked a little crazy. He catches his foot in the chair and has to shake it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little reckless, but um, it, that, that was a nice visual. And so we get two out of three falls in Fort Worth only. Like They were clinging yeah. to that old format. Um, but for Sportatorium, for the World Class shows, they've abandoned it. I think yes. that's I think that's a bold move, and I think it's interesting to, 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 to really segregate the two shows. yeah. It, it, uh, yeah, exactly. It, it, I think it's cool to have two different formats. It, I mean, say what you will, uh, it definitely differentiate, differentiates it from your normal sportatorium shows because you're getting more time, really, here at the Fort Worth shows because of the two out of three steps for your main events. Uh, I remember I remember feeling a difference because when we first got all this U- UWF at Mid-South uh, through U68 and – the difference between the main show that got shown on Saturday night and uh, and Power Hour, you know, there was it, there was a different feel to both of those shows mm-hmm. as well. You know, not not, oh, not Power Star- Pro. Power Pro. I'm sorry, Power Pro. Yeah, because they were showing you uh, main events or big matches from all around the world, all around their territory and stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, Fort Worth's the traditional TV show, right? Uh, they haven't evolved really with the production qualities like the yes well they don't well they don't have to because the because the shows that we're seeing are the ones that had to be broadcast on satellite mm-hmm. you know on the religious channel and everywhere and the fort Worth could just be old-fashioned localized yeah yeah it is it is yeah so it's for the old time crowd the longtime fans so they have the two out of three false step intact which is uh at this time was pretty rare Portland did it, of course, and that's where you get a lot of great matches, longer matches, and yeah, that, that, that's why a lot of these Fort Worth shows have the best matches, because they were given a lot of time, a lot of drama. Yeah, it's good stuff. I always loved and, it when WCW Saturday Night went to that format for, what, six weeks or whatever it was? Yeah, not long. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a Bill Watts experiment, right? 1992. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I think it was before Watts, actually. Oh, was it? Okay. But I think. To, within I think when Watts came in, he scrapped it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, but no, I've always loved a good two out of three falls match. It's uh, uh, NXT does it 
every once in a while is a big deal. That's cool. So it's still still alive, but uh, yeah, it was never part of the WWE. Well, it's part of the WWF for tag matches, but yeah, or um, Saturday Night's main event tag team matches just because they need. Yeah, because they had based their commercials around it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was the only reason. But that ended up uh, there was quite a few cool tag matches right. on Saturday Night's main event because of that. Format. But that even goes back to like when we were doing Titans and we were watching a lot. We saw a lot of two out of three falls uh, WWF tag team uh, uh, matches over the years at the Garden. Yeah, yeah, especially for the, uh, for the curfew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. especially two cur- exactly because that's how we got the curfew finishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because the, the third fall would just be guys killing time until the bell rang, pretty much. But these these two out of three falls, like here and in. That, or, 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 or as I, or as I call it, Tony Guria's career. <laughs> <laughs> Killing time until the film. That's pretty much what happened. If we kept going on Titans, yeah, 83, 84, 85, 86, Tony Guria's, uh, yeah, uh, handsome, left in handsome, the tank handsome man. Uh, still you know what I'm hearing? I'm hearing Duke, Duke the Dumpster Drosy throwing a lid on this segment. Let's get back to the okay. match, man. Okay, okay. Well, it's been a while since we've been together, so we're, and we're reminiscing about the old days. Yeah. Um, Moltnot crowd, Brothers Control. Basically, the whole first fall is the uh, the brothers on top, um, and all it takes is, uh, what is it, David misses a charge into the corner and Gordy kicks him in the head. For a pin, basically <laughs> instantaneous. Um, as soon as uh, Gordy's on offense, he pins David and wins the first fall. Otherwise, it was all all brothers. And second fall, David with several hope spots, but otherwise, um, Gordy and Garvin were dominating with quick tags throughout this whole fall. Uh, you get a hot tag to Kevin, but that's cut off quickly. There was a really great crisscross sequence. Here with Gordy and the brothers, which led to David nailing Gordy with the high knee, or as the cool kids call it these days, the V-trigger. And that led to the pin (laughs) in the second fall to even things up. And now the third fall is all four men brawling in the ring. Um, Lawrence on commentary at this point, he's basically... Marking out like you see, this is the, one of the greatest matches he's ever seen. Yeah, he was marking uh, out big time. Yeah, I've least, never seen a match this violent and incredible. <laughs> yeah, he's, his voice—he's—he's he's pretty much lost his voice too. The refs lost control, so you get a double deco- disqualification. Uh, the third fall was basically like a minute long, and Gordy eats a double drop kick post match. Yeah, this was a great match. It was ranked number ten. Mm-hmm. On the DVD, uh, DVD VR poll, uh, I'll go four stars on it. I thought it was, uh, yeah, super exciting. The third fall having that kind of a finish. Well, you know, it's obviously this was just a tag match. It's building up to bigger things for the singles matches coming yeah. out of it. So, not of course, it's not going to be decisive. But yeah, exactly. this was this was, yeah, uh, the the pace this match was fought at was really good. Yeah, no, it was strong. I, I went four stars also. It immediately breaks down, and they're in a slugfest, and then it finally settles down, and Kevin is just kicking ass, and Kevin's shine is just freaking awesome here, and, and then eventually he starts using the leg scissors to control Gordy, 
but Gordy's able to get position on top of Kevin while he's still in the leg scissors and makes the tag to Garvin. And this was a great tag that totally compromises Kevin because he's on his back with head scissors, with the body scissors around Gordy and allows Garvin just to stomp the shit out of him. And the crowd is just nuclear hot for the whole entire stuff. Uh, first of all, all it is is just, there's not a whole lot of moves here, boys. It was all just a bunch of punches and kickings. We see some knee lifts. Uh, great, great stuff. Just wild and chaotic. Um, Texas wrestling. Second fall, you have David as the face in peril, and he just beat it down. <coughs> I loved. David just throws his uppercut, and that where he was able to set up his hot, get to the hot, big the hot tag with one uppercut. Absolutely loved it. Hell of a fight this match was. Uh, finished work for me because it's just you know it was brawling. I was wondering, I was wondering, okay, what's the finish? What's the finish? Because it wasn't really. Uh, eye to eye, you're not really sure what the finish was until they announced that it was a double DQ, and they're like, okay, yes, got it. Uh, but man, these guys worked hard. It was violent. It was Texas. This is like, when people talk about Texas wrestling, this is kind of what I, I always envision, and this was really great. They filled the time up uh, with the two out of three falls, and they and they worked a really strong pace out of it. It wasn't uh, working of a hole, and there was not, I don't know, there's hardly any holes being no, worked besides no Kevin's body says there's all punches and kicks and, and Irish whips and clotheslines and just just basic violent wrestling, smash mouth, mid mouth uh, wrestling, and it was really, really good stuff. Yep. On that note, Johnny, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, no, that, just that if that match was on the DVDVR set, uh, which I imagine it was. I've watched it and okay, so it was on the the set. Therefore, I've watched it, and therefore, you, your guys' description made me go. I think I kind of remember this, <laughs> and go uh, yeah, that was. I think that was that was pretty great. Just uh, you know, just couldn't get to it today. Uh, I got nothing to plug. Kelly, anything you want to plug? Any Twitter? Yeah, Twitter. It's for the the show Worldcast. It's M uh, oh, yeah. SG eighteen eighty. Please give me some more uh, follows. Love, give, give me some love, love, folks. And hey, speaking of love, love, love me and follow me at Titans O Wrestling. I love you, Pete. And man, let's have a great week. <laughs> and I love you too, Johnny. And uh, to, to all you folks out there, welcome back, Kelly. You've been missed. And I hope you guys enjoyed the shows we're about to drop. You guys have a great one. Or you'd listen to this one, so you can tell me now if you liked it or not. Have a good one. Uh, see you later. My heartaches and troubles are just up and gone. The moment that you come in view and with your could dance on and on and I could waltz across Texas with you waltz across Texas with you in my arms waltz across Texas with you like a story book ending I'm lost in your charm and I could walk across
Texas with you. 